When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. That's Mark Grandy. I'm Evan Giddings. Please download, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. And this kind of leads into the next area of our, of our conversation, of course, surrounding the quarterbacks, because Kyle Shanahan was talking about it at the NFL owners meeting. Where does that leave Trey Lance? What has changed with Trey Lance in San Francisco? Because the guy was your opening day starting quarterback in Chicago less than a year ago. And now potentially he could be your third quarterback behind a guy that didn't even start until I believe it was week. 11 last year for a team that didn't make the playoffs. And that is of course, Sam Darnold. But I mean, what, what do you think has changed at this point? Because it, it appeared to me, Mark, at least things were setting up to be a potential clean slate this off season for Trey Lance. I know he was injured, but with Brock Purdy, unfortunately going down to the NFC championship, it kind of opened a door potentially for Trey Lance, but apparently that, might not have been good enough for the 49ers. They didn't feel comfortable with two rookie contract quarterbacks, one of which that's hurt, one of which that's unproven to be going into the year with. And and now he's, he's taking first team reps with a guy that wasn't on the team. I mean, it's just like, what the hell happened here? It's a great question because from the outside, nothing has changed. Evan, everything the 49ers are saying about Trey Lance is nothing has changed. They still really like Trey. I mean, remember, you you referenced it, I think, last episode, or maybe it was last week, when Kyle Shanahan, at the end-of-season presser, after the NFC Championship game loss, said, we have two quarterbacks, two starting-level NFL quarterbacks that we can win games with on our roster. Everything the Niners have said about Trey Lance has still been positive. Now, you can maybe try to do your best to read between the lines, and you could come up with, well, was this a an indirect slide at Trey Lance? But really, everything they've said has been positive about Trey Lance. And, I mean, I, I want to make something clear. It For me, Evan, it's not an issue that it seems like Trey Lance is, need, is going to need to compete with Sam Darnold to win the week one starting job if Brock Purdy isn't healthy or the backup job if Brock Purdy is healthy. That's not an issue by itself but when you combine that with again the Niners saying that nothing has changed with Trey Lance then it's an issue because he was your starter last year and the only stop being your starter because of an injury you say nothing has changed but now he's competing with this other quarterback who you just signed off the street randomly earlier in the month like that does not make any sense 
something has obviously changed. You are lying to everyone because otherwise he would be your de facto number two. There's no question about it. And and this is the thing, like, I, I know a lot of coaches, it, it happens mostly in college, but I would imagine at the pro level, it probably happens as well, where you set up a position battle as, hey, you know, we, we're, we're, we're going to leave it all out there. You know, it's a clean slate at the beginning of each year, you know, our, our left tackle is going to have a chance to beat out the number one and, you know, our, our safety is going to have a chance to, to move into a starting spot or, you know, maybe we're going to move it around and, you know, training camp preseason, the off season is going to determine who our starters are. Even if that's the case, which I don't believe happens significantly at the level of football that we're talking about, you generally do not hear the, the type of tone taken that we're hearing from both I would say the general manager and the head coach of a team concerning what is the most important position in the sport. Like you hear confidence when you hear quarterback, we believe in name a Joe Schmo. He's our guy. You know, we've, even if you haven't had him for too long, you know, it's like these discussions don't happen unless there is some smoke underneath it. And when I when I think about what has changed with Trey Lance in San Francisco, it does feel maybe this is a stretch, but it it feels a little like what happened in Washington with Robert Griffin the third and Kirk Cousins. Now, Robert Griffin the third was much more proven than Trey Lance was, but the moment that he tore his knee up in a playoff game, Kirk Cousins was allowed to come in. And Kirk Cousins was given full reins to the operation, and Kyle Shanahan decided that the low risk option in Kirk Cousins was his guy, and he decided he was going to turn him into the quarterback that he wanted. He was going to mold him into the guy that he needed for that offense. And I, I it, it just feels like Trey Lance is, is kind of getting the short end of the stick here to the point where even if he gets a chance to start, like it's a ticking time bomb for him because Brock Purdy, by all signs is going to come in and take the starting job when he's ready. So if you're Trey Lance, one, you got to beat out a guy that wasn't on the roster last year. Two, you got to beat out a guy that wasn't drafted by your team, wasn't invested capital in. Three, then even if you ball out, you're probably not going to keep your job. And four, this is a contract year for you. Like we already heard the 49ers at least allude to extending Brandon Ayuk to a fifth-year option. Mark, if I asked you right now, do you think that the 49ers are going to extend Trey Lance, or, or I should say not extend, pick up his fifth-year option, what would you say to that? Uh, seems unlikely. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm I mean, 100% with you. I was going to ask you maybe even a more direct question, but along the same lines. Do you think Trey Lance finishes the 2023 regular season as a member of the 49ers? If I'm him, I don't want to. I think yeah. he does because I think the 49ers just due to last year and their previous years of experience at quarterback would not let him go unless some team, you know, hawks up a high round pick, which I like, would, would you give up a first round pick for Trey Lance right now? I wouldn't No, Neither would I. 
And I, mean, I don't think the 49ers would be willing to move off of him for something. I don't know if it's a first, but you know, a, a top three round pick. And even then at this point, I don't know what I'm trading for. Like if I'm Carolina and I just lost Sam Darnold, I know I have a top pick and I'm probably going to get a quarterback, but if, but, but I'm looking at trying to trade for Trey Lance, who right now is in his early twenties and is going to have to be given a potential second contract, maybe after this season, why would I give up anything worth value for a guy I know nothing about essentially. And the team with quote unquote, the best quarterback situation in the league because of the whisperer himself, Kyle Shanahan (laughs) doesn't even necessarily believe in this guy to the point where he's giving first team reps to a dude who just came in. I think maybe there's, there's a team, a couple of teams who maybe would be willing to give more just, you know, as a shot in the dark, because again, it's not like everyone across the NFL is so convinced that Trey Lance sucks. I mean, there's, I mean, most people just simply don't know. Um, yeah. But you also, I mean, haven't really seen him on the field, which is both a plus and, you know, a minus because you haven't seen him on the field. You don't know for certain that he is not very good, but he's also entering his third year in the NFL, did not play many games in college. Of course, COVID messed everything up and, you know, Obviously, he's still young, but it's not like he's fresh out of college and has his entire NFL career ahead of him, but he still hasn't really played many games and he don't know much about him and he hasn't really begun to progress as a professional athlete. So there's a negative there. But but say you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know. And I, I really hate that we're at this point because, again, I had this this take a couple months ago that Trey Lance is going to start the most games of any quarterback as a 49er this year. But now I'm completely on the other side. Sam Donald would probably start more games than Trey Lance this year as a San Francisco 49er. But say you're the Buccaneers who are still trying to find your answer at quarterback. Likely, I mean, they have people on the roster, but but not very good. I mean, Kyle Trask, young guy out of Florida who was drafted a, a couple of years ago, last year, whenever that was. Um, they, they might be a team who has weapons around him, who has a good, solid defense, who maybe they'd be willing to give up more than someone else. And maybe the Niners managed to get back a late first round pick, an early second round pick. I don't know. But I think that's where this conversation is going, Evan, because I don't think the Niners would pick up his fifth year option when the time does come. And if you can get something for him, if you're not going to play him, you might as well trade him away. That's probably how this thing ends with Trey Lance in San Francisco. Yeah, I, I, I do think to answer your, your question, as, as I did before, he finishes out the season here. But if I'm him, if I'm Trey Lance, if I'm his agent, I'm not happy about it. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I do not feel comfortable right now about my standing with the organization. The only thing that makes me feel good is the first round check that I'm picking up. But it might be your last. The way that the 49ers have failed to develop him, have failed to... I mean, they, they gave him a shot last year. Look, he got injured, but it doesn't look like this season there's going to be much of an opportunity. We could be wrong, but... If I'm the 49ers and this is the way you're talking about your guy as a fan, I'm like, well, what, what, what has changed? I mean, put your money where your mouth is like, give this dude the opportunity to go out and earn it. And if you can't, that's a different story, but it sounds like the Niners, as we've kind of danced around, have just simply lost confidence in Trey Lance. I have a question for you. So Trey Lance has started, what, off the top of my head, four games as a, as a San Francisco 49er, two as a rookie rookie year fill-in, 
And then yep. two, of course, this most recent year when he was a starter. His for rookie week season, one he two. filled in a pivotal game that helped them make the playoffs against Houston. Yeah, he did. And he you know, had a slow start, but but ultimately yeah. played he pretty well solid. in that game. Um, just this whole talk about trading him got my mind rolling. I'd have to do some research, and it might take a while, and it, I might not be able to find the answer. Certainly won't be able to in the course of this episode. We got but, more episodes. <laughs> um, four starts. Say Trey Lance does not start another game for the San Francisco 49ers. Would that be the fewest starts for the team that drafted the quarterback of like a top five pick in NFL history? Four starts for the team that drafted you when you were a top five quarterback. I mean, that's got to be up top of my head. I would say yes, just because I also, well, this is, I I do think that teams in the past have been more willing to play their first rounders. I know, I know first rounders have sat longer, but generally when they've been kind of groomed and readied, they have been given at least a full season. And, and, And look, Hey, again, Trey Lance, got hurt in his second game. So he didn't get the, he would have played more than four games. So it's a combination of distrust along with injury and now opportunity for the 49ers to upgrade at that position. Yeah. But like the example, and I I know he wasn't a top five overall pick. Jordan love was a first round pick in 2020. He sat Mm -hmm. behind Aaron Rodgers now for three years. And it seems like he's going to get the chance to start this season. uh, Assuming that Aaron Rodgers isn't a Packer, which seems very likely at this point. Maybe he gets hurt and that influences the number of games he starts. He has one start under his belt in his first three years. But that's, you're right, that's generally how these sort of things go. If you don't immediately start, you get your chance eventually. And at least you're given, I don't know, half a season's worth of rope. And then if things aren't, are they still terrible at that point, then okay, maybe you move on. But we're in such a unique situation where he was a top five overall pick. He started a few games hasn't been so terrible that you're convinced that he's bad and can't get better. And the only reason he hasn't been starting is because of injury. And then you move on from him and don't give him another chance. That is one of the most unique quarterback situations in NFL history. Yeah, I will say, I think it was Sam, uh, Sam Bradford was the last quarterback. I think that you could kind of sign to whatever contract that you wanted. And Mm -hmm. that was in the, late 2000s early 2010s where they switched that so i think there is a little less of um investment involved for teams taking quarterbacks high which kind of changes the the situation but you're right i mean i i like off the top of my head even if you think about the biggest bust at quarterback in nfl history first place my my mind goes to is to ryan leaf and i think he got 12 nfl starts over a couple of seasons jamarcus russell was the starter over the course of, I think, two seasons, maybe even three. Um, yeah, no, you, I think you're you're on to something, Mark. That, that, would, <laughs> that would be pretty incredible. Yeah, so Ryan Leaf was drafted second overall, 1998 NFL draft, of course. What a year. <laughs> by, the, uh, by the Chargers, and he started over two years with the Chargers, 18 games. 18, so, okay. 18 games over two years. Oh, nine, wait, wait, wait. nine in each of the two years. Let me guess. Did he win two games? Uh, in his 18 starts, he went, let's see, do the math, four and 14. Damn it. 
And you, the other one you brought up was Jamarcus Russell. Of course, yeah. he was the first overall pick in the 2007 NFL draft by the Raiders. He started one game as a rookie, but then had an entire season in 2008, nine more games in 2009. So, yeah, the, those numbers both dwarf uh, Trey Lance's four starts. So we have to do some more digging, but I, I think I, I think it's got to be up there. Yeah, I mean, we'd all, I think we'd also probably just to give some – context probably look at quarterbacks drafted into quality situations i don't i don't think there's too many I, honestly there's not a lot of s- scenarios in which a quarterback yeah. is drafted to a team that is recently removed from a super bowl well yeah and is gonna have to sit i mean the, the understanding would he would come in and sit and then eventually be able to to start but you know he, he's a very unique quarterback and unfortunately it, it just seems like kind of wrong place wrong time for him well, yeah, I mean, that's part of it, right? Because, I mean, if the Niners were just, you know, totally bottomed out and they were bad and they were, you know, on the complete opposite side of the cycle that they're currently on, then to hell with it. Start your third overall pick. Like, what do you have to lose? But you're right. That's what makes this, in addition to everything else we've already listed out, that's what makes this such a unique situation. And and really, there's no comp to it because no. you have the pressure of winning games and that ultimately outweighs the pressure of starting the guy that you might not have a ton of confidence in, but who you invested so much in. Well, we'll do some digging and we'll be back (laughs) at you on Tuesday for our next episode. Appreciate all those of you tuning into the 415ers podcast. Please download, rate, subscribe, so you can get both those episodes here every single week in the offseason on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network, 95.7 The Game. That is Mark Grandy. I'm Evan Gaines. We'll be talking Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, and apparently Sam Darnold, along with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, all offseason long. Uh, and again, Mark, we're moving towards April, in which the NFL draft commences. So looking mm. forward to that as well. Uh, be on the lookout for all the great content coming your way. Again, this is the 415ers Podcast. We'll talk to you next time.